0: Welcome to Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad This is Matt Lee and this is the first part of our Guilty Pleasures series Uh, Which basically means uh, we picked out a bunch of songs that we enjoy But we consider far from defensible It's probably the most eclectic selection of music on this podcast yet In a single or rather double or possibly triple episode Uh, But here's part one and if we missed some hilarious criticism of uh, all of this music we're admitting to liking, uh, you can inform us at YMIBpodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook or Twitter at YMIBpodcast. T-Pain. T-Pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Hey.
0: She's Alright, so this is our guilty pleasures episode. I'm setting the tone with some T-Pain. We're starting yeah. off very guilty. There's... So I, I do want to clarify off the top here that at least my list is a combination of at least two types of guilty pleasures. One is what I consider the result of Stockholm Syndrome, which is where you're exposed to a song for long enough that you're like, fuck it, I like it now, because it's better than hating it every time it comes on. I think that's the general premise of the modern music industry. That's true. I think that's the... uh, They're like, just play it everywhere! Right, exactly. Yeah, I think I had a very different idea about Guilty Pleasures. But, okay, that's half of it. The other half is stuff that I actually think is... Uh, defensible in some way, but is still guilty. There has to be a reason there has to be a reason for the guilt, right? That was the main thing. I was like, do I feel guilty about this? No? Then get right. it off my list. So I specifically um there are a bunch of things. I specifically found like the worst track on the album that I still genuinely like. So there's more to like say about it or ever. Because if I picked like the best one, it would be like, Oh, this is this is kind of good. <laughs> right, so, so, so mine are almost all things were like um, I like it for one reason, and there's another reason that I'm super embarrassed about it. Yeah, I had to go with Excellent. things that are
2: like totally indefensible, but I have a reason why I like it. And it's just it's what it is, man.
0: Cool. So this Buy You a Drank, which if the title wasn't <laughs> enough to tip you off. Um, but the thing is, I will say, I do... T-Pain is actually, despite being the Auto-Tune guy, he's actually a good singer. And so part of why it works so well for him is that he actually is a pretty good singer and then he just uses it as an effect. I saw some interview with him recently where he was talking about like how he actually met with people from Antares and like learned how it works. So he's like, nobody else knows how autotune works like I do. Nobody knows how that shit really works. And so that's why they're using it wrong. And I'm like, no, I think they're just lazy and they don't care. <laughs> like, I think the record Sell anyway. Yeah, like I don't think Future is concerned with whether or not it's tracking his his pitches uh, correctly. Future, so exactly. Fucking terrible. All right. So who wants to go first? <laughs> I think we should round robin. Yeah. Here. No, we definitely right. we definitely should round robin. Right. So I'm saying I'm not but, counting this one. This is just right. my like bonus intro one. Should I do the next one? Either way, it right. doesn't matter. So this next one is definitely uh, the result of Stockholm Syndrome because I was working at a store and this was like one of the popular songs that was regularly getting played in the store at the time. So I
2: I worked at Best Buy many years ago and they played that William Hung CD. So if you had worked there, would you have
0: gotten Stockholm Syndrome? No, for (laughs) For William Hung? No. I would have gotten, like, you're all, if, like, like oh my god, let's Shout not even, your premise let's here, not man. even talk about, why would I like William Hung? Why would <laughs> I possibly, syndrome? nobody enjoys William we Hung should, other uh, than, out of, like, cruelty. It's, like, purely, ha ha, look at that guy. We should make this it's an experiment. Right right, right. We should it's make it's an not... episode and force someone unsuspecting to listen to the whole album like oh. we did to Eric with the, uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh gathered. my god. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, but that's hilarious, like... It's a different kind of uh, yeah. Because they were serious, right? Yeah. Right. William Hung was just a guy who went on a show, and instead of telling him that he lost, somebody was like, "You <laughs> know <laughs> what you need? A record a record try." Well, they were just like, "It's also the Gong Show." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed that show. Anyway, uh, so this is my next one. Is well, he'll say who he is. Convict. <laughs> convict. He's convict. <laughs> Oh wait, this is one of the few songs where he doesn't actually sing his name at the beginning. It's Akon. Oh, yeah. It's normally Akon, but I think he we didn't. all knew it was Akon. He did list the name of his label and upfront music. I'm not sure what that is, but they're definitely upfront, mm-hmm. as you can tell by the by the song. Now this song is actually titled "I Wanna Love You," right? And there was a censored version that he said that, but this is the the not censored version because that's stupid.
1: It has Snoop on it. I actually have a reason
2: I like this song. What's that? So, um, you know Snoop's song uh, Sensual Seduction" or yes. "Sexual Eruption." So yes. there's like a there's a spoof version called "Butternut Reduction," and there's a whole section of Akon and T Pain trying to find each other in the mall, and they use this song
0: (laughs) as, as Akon's part. Nice. Yeah, so I actually, so I got this album... Uh Originally both of the songs I like were on this list But I decided I had to narrow it down I had too many doubles But the other thing I realized Is that like I don't like any other songs On an album I I never Ever got into the rest of that album Cause I thought it was just It was just so I, much worse I feel like that's how Most people consume music though Right Like I Like But uh, it's exactly It's exactly the opposite Of what I right, do And really I made this decision right. At like 10 years listener. old I bought a CD I can tell you what it, I bought uh Do you remember Life is a Highway Yeah <laughs> By Tom uh, Cochran Uh <laughs> I know it's by Tom Cochran because I <laughs> bought the I CD. That. And I was say, I did not know that it was by Tom Cachern. And every other song on it is garbage. It was like shitty blues did rock. Did the same people write all the songs or was it the deal where he recorded an album and the label was like, oh, we already sunk all this money into you. Look, right. you need to read- record a hit and they, they got somebody I'm else I'm pretty to write sure somebody song. else at least helped write that song. I okay. don't remember the credits, but... We this is before I was looking for like all the writing credits on songs, but I was, but it did make, here's the rule I made. I have to like two songs off an album to buy it or at least know that two songs aren't garbage. Sometimes, though, you'd buy that, and then it's like, oh, but the other eight songs are still garbage. I do have to say I have never once in my
2: life even considered buying a Tom Cochran album. Like, the thought never even occurred
0: in my head. It didn't occur to me either before or after that one song. And also, because nobody else remembers Tom Cochran. I know. Because that was the only song he had, and people remember the song, but they don't remember him. Right, Right? I do not remember Tom. I do remember the song. No, but it's like uh, that exact scenario played out so many times. Like my favorite was uh, I heard this interview with Alien Ant Farm where they're talking about how they're like, well, we record the album and the label was really like, you know, what would be great is if you guys had a cover. And, and like they're admitting to this, they're saying, "Look, like, oh, this yeah. is how." This is. And it's like, no, what they meant was, "What would be really great is if you had a song that you idiots didn't write." <laughs> and then, like, and that's why we covered "Smooth Criminal," and then that's the song they played on the radio. It's like right. this is not a coincidence. Right? Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, so my biggest gripe with this song is the is the trunk rattler bass. Oh yeah. Yeah. 'Cause cause I actually every time anytime I hear this, I actually hear a trunk rattling. <laughs> like because that's pretty much the only context in which yeah.
2: I visualize someone like driving down the street <laughs> with their trunk rattling. <laughs> 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 Here you can. This
0: also, is one of those
2: songs you can hear from three blocks away. You know?
0: I, I like oh, I like the, the false clap. Right. the, the, the other sample the other reason i didn't the other the double one that i originally had also uh the other akon song from that album was actually on the songs about butts episode i think <laughs> because <laughs> it's smack that yes. yeah um so yeah. i don't have to go into the whole thing if you didn't catch it the song about butts episode we go into depth my my in-depth analysis of smack that <laughs> um but yeah no this song is just similarly like just a silly like Like it just he wants to have sex with this stripper only in the censored version. (laughs) Well, that's the other cool thing. Okay, so here's the actually this is fun. The the censorship is one of the amusing parts of the song. So this version, it's I see you. Winding and grinding up on that pole But the I want to love you Like radio version was like Out on the floor so it turns from like A stripper to just a girl dancing on the floor And instead of like you already know I want to Fuck you it's you already know I want to love you But it's still fuck you in both situations Because uh, you know Before the late 90s uh, love was just the mainstream music euphemism for fuck
2: so <laughs>
0: or maybe he's just a broken man that can only love strippers <laughs> Well, uh, now that's a plot what I do know that's from in depth, uh, what he does say in here he, uh, there's some interesting background on Akon in this song mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, let me see if I remember the line so I can like rhyme it properly <laughs> uh, you know my pedigree x dealer used to move phetamines uh, he couldn't figure the word, uh, fit the word amphetamines into the uh, rhythmic structure, so right. he just said phetamines. But I, I'm pretty sure what he means he's is an that. An artist. Yes, he's an artist uh, who sells drugs. <laughs> or used to. Uh, Pharmaceutical. Allegedly. allegedly. Distributor. All right, who wants to go? Who, who's, who's next? It Doesn't matter. Doesn't but matter. Do, yeah. uh, do you want to do your. Oh, am I going to. Do I pick? You, just, you just. No, I'm just going to go from the top. Yeah, no, you right. should go from the yeah. top. Also, yes. similar theme that we both got, like, our. Like. I only have. Hip-hop-ish. I only have, like. This I is also quite a trunk where I have. Two rap songs. I love this song, though. So, in case you don't recognize it yet, <laughs> it's Riding by Chameleon Air. I didn't realize the song was just called Riding and yeah. not Riding Dirty. Because no, yeah, everyone's I know. like, hey, Riding Dirty. Well, right. If you say Riding, people will be like, Riding. What Right of yeah. what? Like a horse? Motorcycle? Yeah. Everybody knows that it's ride right and dirty, but it's actually just called right in. So the deal with this song was, when, when I was in grad school, we would listen... There was like a handful of songs that we would listen to constantly in the computer music lab, <laughs> and this was one of them for some reason. Of course. And I love it. Like, I love this song... Because, like, obviously, the topical material is entertaining. And, like, some of the lines in here are just amazing. Like, the one about the PlayStation controller, like, that's in his car that the girl is playing with. Which I'm pretty sure is a euphemism for something else. But even if it's not, it's still brilliant. Um, and then, like, the way it contrasts between, like... So on this, the chorus, where it's the slow rap And then his fast rap And then the other dude's fast rap Like, it's just well formed And has good variance. Despite, oh yeah, in that part My music's so loud That's my <laughs> other My other favorite line in the song So what problems do you have with this song? Because, you know That it's Ridiculous! Like it's stupid. Like it's the dumbest. It's amazing. It's girl. like, it's like right. let me just let me just talk about how I regularly commit this crime. <laughs> let me just go on record about this crime I commit all the time <laughs> and how I'm always getting harassed for putting other people in danger. Like that'll the the, the second French Architects album will be all the crimes we commit <laughs> and every song is just a different admission of guilt. Yeah, yeah. So so dot dot dot. Allegedly. First of all, like that's I guess that's super. Boring. <laughs> but at the same time, like ill-advised. Yeah. Um. And then the fact that like it has this horrible, you know, like orchestra hit. Yes. And then <laughs> and right. then the like tag team esque a uh, uh, snare sample the whole time like. I mean, it's a terrible song. It's just hilarious. I love it. It's just garbage. So uh,
2: <laughs> in, in your computer lab, is that also where you discovered Whitey Cracker's Nerd Entertainment it's not where System? It's I discovered
0: it, but that was one of the other... The, the, the rotation was this... Whitey Cracker's Rap Entertainment System and Gabriel Kahane's Craigslist Leader. <laughs> Which, if people do not know what that is, it was a song cycle, like art songs. They sounded like something Alvin Barry would write, but it was all, all the text was actual text from Craigslist ads that were like yeah, highly questionable. <laughs> and so you had the it was the ultimate cross of high and low. Low. and it was brilliant and everything Gabriel <laughs> Kahane has done since has been total garbage <laughs> but that is literally like one of my favorite things of all time sweet <laughs> all right I think everyone gets right. that yeah. we can we can move on I'm pretty sure it's they more are, of the same they are riding dirty is uh Ugh. okay, so uh, you don't have any rap stuff for us to keep it 'cause but cool. Cool. we can There's mix it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll mix it up, it'll be funny to it. We can go with like right.
2: whatever's the poppiest, which is probably, probably the first one. Yeah. Ugh, this the song's
0: bad. Is this When you go to the movie In the park Is this the intro So this kind is of.
2: definitely Not either of the like
0: Two ELO songs I know Really Yeah This is I thought
2: this was One of their more Like popular
0: ones This is electric Maybe, Like orchestra Right Yeah But it's definitely Not one I know In my mind <laughs> <laughs> It's good I mean, well, don't no, look Here's the thing Boys, I don't know If this is true, But it's ELO right? right I mean that's the thing It's like so so ELO is uh always been a very like happy major sounding right. upbeat, right. D- 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 like totally kinda not my thing, 80s poppy kind of thing. Reason. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Plus with the super high harmonies, like yeah, it just Yeah, I just feel like I everything about this screams 80s movie to me. Yeah. Like this is the like we're watching the credits right now and everybody's giving you the like point and the thumbs <laughs> yeah. up, like Hey, everything. While, while the blooper reel plays, plays right? like, oh, oh, I forgot my life. Oh, oh, it's so ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> I think that's why I like it. though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just
2: think like terrible
0: '80s movies, and I'm. The, I gotta admit that like square wave synth thing is like pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I, I can't defend this in in any way. So actually, <laughs> out of all my choices, I think this was like the least defensible, other than like the progress oh, stuff.
0: No, I, there's <laughs> no way. There are definitely way more questionable items on that list that we will get to. <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> See, I thought the point of this episode was to make fun of ourselves. Yeah. You know? Well, well
0: it's, it, it, it's it's both, right? It's like. Right. Y- you want to get into like why you like it Cause we're We're admitting guilt basically yeah, is that We're idea. making ourselves vulnerable to the audience Right, right. right. We're, relate. We're, sh- we're, we're highly that, like, relatable Right we're showing like, it, 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 uh, it falls in with the whole uh, Your music is bad and You need to feel bad But just to be clear I don't mean you the listener Always <laughs> need to feel bad like, And you should also saying- feel good while you're feeling bad <laughs> Right right uh, Yeah, It's the dichotomy of life Alright this is a long song. Yeah, I we think don't that's have probably a, the whole. Right. Yeah, we don't. It's it's an old on. song that means it has a bridge and like a yeah. whole other section. I think I have the longest that shit's list too. Dead. So, we'll... so mine is very heavy on the the hip hop. Um, but here's the here's why. Actually, it's sort of like pop hip hop. Um, this next one is going to be the start of. Uh, my Timbaland trilogy. <laughs> Which, lot okay. doesn't love Timbaland? Right, bro? here's the thing, though. So, Timbaland, <laughs> I, I think it was 2006, but I'm not 100% sure. He had, like, this year where he did Justin Timberlake's album. Also, Justin Timberlake's, I think, biggest album. And even if his newer stuff has sold as much or more, I, I would argue it's because it's similar or trying to capitalize on the same like that is that is that will always be Justin Timberlake's best album Uh, and then also Nelly Furtado did this whole album with Timbaland Uh, and also Timbaland was clearly all over both albums like start to back and they both had really good songs and I bought both the Justin Timberlake, the Nelly Furtado, and Timbaland's solo album. I listened to all three of them, and they were all good front to back. And I was like, what the shit? And it's Timbaland, that's why. So, So my defense of these is entirely... Yo, Timbaland's pretty good. And <laughs> and he got me into a lot more hip-hop. But I also have to admit that I spent this year listening to Nelly Furtado and Justin Timberlake. Uh, and this... But, okay, so here's also... I and went for... You're about to. Right. And, again, I went for, like, the most guilty option. Which, this song, when it first was a single, I hated it. So this was absolutely 100%. This one, I actually got the album, I think, because of a different song, and then it ended up growing to, like, I this... Fucking song. Didn't think so. Is this the Nelly Furtado Yes. Wait, isn't your
2: whole list hip hop? No. Yeah. I think there's one exception. <laughs> no, there's say. a few. It's pop. No. Yeah, true. It's
0: yeah. not. It's adjacent, but that's right. not because right. it's. That's because all music is beats. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> that's about what I was about to comment on. Is this is a clearly an example of a, of a beats track? Yes. It because it, it's got that like. The beat and then it has the one line. I, you could argue my entire list is beats yes. based. It's, um, it which is a, also why I'm guilty I'm about it because that was always my beats based. Because beats. Oh, wait, but this. Okay, I forgot about yeah, this, this chorus. This chorus totally. Right, this chorus I was like, oh shit, I forgot. I always forget there's this awesome chorus. Yeah, this, uh, this chorus is pretty I, freaking the awesome. Verses I'm are not so sure dumb. that I would go that far. Well, okay, it's. It is. Less decent. Bad. Yes. So the verses are just so like I, the verses sound like they just made them up in the studio. Like, I don't know. Let's just they rap about how oh, I want to fuck you. And well, it does rhyme and stuff, and they trade lines. I assume they and actually still. wrote it down, but some diamonds are blue. Right. This is the. Top. <laughs> they both sound like they're asleep. Right, like, they, they sound like fairly they, bored. It's no, supposed they, to be in a club. They sound like, oh, like they're right. talking they been there to each other. <laughs> <Right>. like, it's <laughs> like they're talking to each
2: other on the phone quietly while their partners are sleeping in bed next to them. <laughs> That's.
0: I, I like to imagine it's more like, they've been at the club all night. They shut it down, bro. <laughs> and, and now they're, they're like, both... now that the music's off, we can finally talk. They're both just sick of flirting, to like, hey, so uh, you're a promiscuous girl, right? <laughs> Let's uh, <laughs> do this shit, or what? I don't know. Board. Even her singing sounds tired. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. That's the best part of the song. Right here. <laughs>
1: Ugh.
0: Beats <laughs> Timbaland likes to make those noises. It. It's like a record scratch, but with his mouth. Make it rain, rain. Wait, you're telling people oh, about rain, oh. rain already? <laughs> I just remembered the joke I came up with ten years ago. The world needs <laughs> so right. to know. So that's the thing. So I always, so I always picture like Timbaland is like, that's the sound. That's he, he does that because he has to like look stuff up on Wikipedia. Right. She's so like, let me look that up real quick. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my dumb joke from ten years ago. So I think we've actually heard the entire song right and now. It's, it's just like yes. different sections. Repeat stuff. We get the idea. It's uh, she is a, pr- a promiscuous girl, uh, and he is a promiscuous boy, and they're they're gonna bone. They're gonna be <laughs> promiscuous together. <laughs> These guys probably fucked. <laughs>
2: Um, all right. Wait, so, is that another theme we're stealing from that other show? <laughs>
0: no, I'm just referencing the other show because I enjoy it. Um,
2: I actually, right. have also, a, I have a Yarlock tie-in on my list. We're going to get nice. to that. Ooh, yeah. Excellent. Okay, this one I'm totally
0: down with. This is <laughs> yes. this is one I was like, oh, okay. When you, when you this mentioned one this one, is. I was like, oh, good. I wasn't going to put that on my list, but I'm happy to admit that I also like surprisingly like well, it. But I could have gone a couple directions with my it, like uh, with my song. I try I tried to vary it, but because initially it was. There was too much of this. So hit the right. song and then I'll I'll explain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that that synth bass. Wow. So, oh, that's a beat, all right. So, in case you weren't partying last summer and you missed it, this is Demi Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer, which I think was the song of the summer last year. Or at least a blame grab for summer summer, in in, in the title. Okay, so I have a soft spot for, like, white girl party music. (laughs) And, uh, but the thing is, I largely blame it on my synesthesia. Because Like The timbres in this song Are awesome Like There's a like There's a fat synth bass There's this dirty guitar The the pre-chorus Into the That right there
2: Yeah Production's very similar To a lot of like 80s retro wave stuff too Wait hold on
0: <laughs> that, like less like, yes. the vocal glist kills me every time. That's like those seriously, the it's the the lyrics to the song are retarded. They're so <laughs> stupid. They're it's like I remember so I was listening to this uh, and someone overheard it and was like, <laughs> what? Like this, these lyrics are just terrible And I'm like But this fat synth And then you hear when she goes And I'm like Can you not love that
2: did we hear that on, on the boat last year Probably I, mean, I think it's a common criticism It was yeah. last summer yeah, right. And
0: it was the summer December <laughs>
2: Here's the breakdown. So if you die for each other, you're cool for the summer. Yeah, What's it does. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, can, it totally because makes Because you're
0: sense. on. No, you're literally on ice. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and summer's over. So oh. hope you enjoyed it, kids. There, oh, all right. So that's the whole song because uh, it you know repeats stuff. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right. All I may right. I may be guilty, but I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I think the next two in my list are kind of, like, <laughs> oh, the same should, I, should, I should also problem. point out, the whole thing about Cool for the Summer, there was also this whole thing about how it was, like, uh, you know, maybe implying that she was singing about a girl, yeah. but it pissed me off because I felt like it was too vague. Like, if that's what you're trying to go for, or it was, like, just enough so that they could say that, but still vague enough that it could appeal to anybody, like, any pop song, and let's not, you know, I w- take any risks. I definitely read it as, as girl... Right. Oh, well, girl. no, I did too. But again, I but but like just just enough, it, to me. Again, I feel it's it's like okay, uh, you're trying to like seem like you're making a statement, but it's still just like just enough that you can be like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's what they mean. But well, that but the, that whole thing is that's a typical pop music trope, right? Like, right. Like Pearl Jam. Like, just the name. Right. Like, you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, it's just a nonsensical rock music name. Or you're like, or it's this well, other thing. <laughs> but also my point is that right now, it's the kind of time where it's like, it, it, it almost seems like cashing in on, you know, social justice and stuff like that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Everybody's cashing in right now. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, my point was that, like, that's good. But, like, I feel like it could have been a little more. Like, I, I feel like you, you went, they went halfway with it. Or whoever actually wrote the words... Whoever that may be May we, no, may we ever, never know uh, But like yeah I feel like, like eh, You know anyway you get the idea Alright so next one This is a band I have never listened to oh, Which will probably exactly. surprise everyone I know From <laughs> Prague Power
2: So I saw this band live In 2007 In San Francisco And uh that was the year I listened to a lot of really dumb prog bands. <laughs> so, when I listen to this, it kind of reminds me of that year, but it's also like, I can keep it in its own little box. Yeah. And and this is my reference point to it. So, so. this is
0: Enchant, right? Yeah. What's the song? Monday. Oh, right. Because, okay, yeah, people need to hear the yeah. They're They're bad. I have this album, and I listen to it once and never again. <laughs> so, the funny thing is, the reason there's not any, like metal or prog on my list is that my listening interests have shifted so much that I only listen to the good stuff now. Right. Same. I, I only like I'm like, I want to listen to some metal. It's going to be good, you know, right. unless it's
2: specifically for a podcast thing or like whatever. For every every now and then I'm like, I want to listen to a really bad prog band. Yeah. And, and I come to this because like the rest of this stuff, like Shadow Gallery,
0: fucking unlistenable. Yeah, it's unlistenable. Like, I can listen to Tyranny.
2: Tyranny is the one album Barely. I like.
0: Barely. Well, oh yeah, yeah, no, it's, I got, it's got its issues too, especially like it being recorded with pods and stuff like that. But no, so, yeah. So one, this this like this whole album sounds half like '90s radio rock. Yeah. As evidenced by passages like this, but then these lyrics are so bad they remind me of Six Degrees of Inner Turbulence. Melodically, right. it also kind of fits with that. <laughs> So, Prog Power friends, uh, feel free to let me know how awesome you think Enchant is or why we're so wrong. Uh, hit us I, up at YMIBpodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook or, I Twitter have, or whatever. I have two Enchant albums that I, I listened to each of them once.
2: I think this was, what, Tug of War? Or... I can't remember the...
0: Uh, well, it's either uh, the Blueprint one or the other one that I have. Oh, right. Yeah, I, don't I even, can't remember. I don't even I didn't remember. It. The next one on my list is like the other end
2: of the product <laughs> spectrum that's bad.
0: Wearing a monkey suit? You're like, what? <laughs> like, I feel like there's a social message here that doesn't resonate. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird thing where like there are all these prog rock bands doing this kind of thing in the late 90s, early two thousands, and it was like They'd always have these songs like this where it's like, did you think this was going to get on well, the radio that, at some well, point? That because well, that was the thing, because Fate's Warning, right? They did, they, so some of Parallels, but then completely, like, inside out. Right. right it would sound like a blatant, like, lady, let's and that was, try that was to get on the radio. And that was a label thing, too, though. Because that right. was the label being like, guys, you're the next Queensryche, even though Queensryche is done now. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Which is why Pleasant Shade of Grey came after, because he was like, fuck this bullshit. I'm writing a 50-minute song or whatever the fuck. Thank God. No, but, yeah, it's just, like, 90s rock is just really awful. Yep. Yeah. And this is, like, a special episode about the 90s and how it was all about, uh, I read a great article the other day. Oh wait, it was that. It might have been that new metal thing. It was about how new metal was like the last like angry white guy gasp before (laughs) that was just like fuck you guys. Let
2: me break it down for you because this is my theory. All media, not just music, the qual like how good it is correlates directly to the social acceptability of cocaine use. (laughs) The best music, the best movies, all came out when pretty much everybody was doing coke. I'm not saying like. You should
0: do it. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> well, I guess what were people doing in the 90s? Heroin? <laughs> Heroin <laughs> ecstasy, I guess, started to kind of pick up Later. a bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: It was kind of when the rave shit got started, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I and mean, that was the early 90s, more across the pond. But yeah. Well, it yeah.
0: certainly contributed to more frenetic and like, note heavy music, right? The 80s was all like, everyone's cooked right. up and we're like, let's play all the notes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the '90s, everyone—well, that was like everyone was coming down in the '90s. That's why they're all still so, like tired sounding yeah, and like no, and doing, and doing heroin, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> also, how did those jazz guys music? manage to make? How did like some of the jazz guys make? Like, there's a lot of jazz guys on heroin. But there was still, like, m- it wasn't cool. all, like, sleepy jazz, you know? Because they needed to play the gig first to get the heroin. Ah, so they were jonesing. They were like, I need that! I need that horse! And so they're, like, playing frantically, and then afterwards, they, I gotcha, I gotcha. Glad we cleared that up. Can we stop listening to the song? Yes, yes please. Please. Absolutely. Uh, am I up? I think I'm up. Yeah, it's you. All right, part two of the, the Your trilogy. Timbaland Trilogy again the uh is this the dark one this is the is <laughs> did no. someone die at the end no the third song is maybe the darkest at least is there some concept to cool. this trilogy no you should have played this it's out just out all made matter. by timbaland <laughs> i'm really disappointed it's the tr- well the actual trilogy would be all three albums so if you wanted me like analyze all three albums i could do like a timbaland trilogy episode but that's oh a God. whole different ball game like that's not all right whatever this is a dumb pop song it's also, like, the dumbest lyrically and, and, like, such a blatant, like... Again, it's it's called Summer Love. It has summer in the title. They clearly wanted it to be a <laughs> yeah. song of the summer, but it was, like, the fifth single off the album, so by that point, it was, like, nobody cared anymore. Listen, but, man,
2: don't talk bad about JT.
0: <laughs> Yo, did you hear who's getting all kinds of shit over, like, race stuff today? Nope. Like, no. he made... Somebody made a speech uh, at... Oh, I kind of almost don't want to talk over these terrible lyrics Because they're so <laughs> Wait, this is better So dumb What? Right? How did they get wow. your face on your body? That's creepy That's just how, like, how would a head be attached to it? JT? who's your surgeon? <laughs> right, right Um, Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Again, oh, right. this has the clap sample. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a, it's a trick. It's a trick you into clapping along as if other humans are clapping, even though it is a machine. It's like the laugh track of hip-hop? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> this is also the most repetitive. Like, I'm already bored now, uh, even though I... yeah, um, You're like, rarely am I, like... Paying attention to the song <laughs> and so on. But. I used to drive to these CDs a lot, so you know it's it's all right driving music. You don't notice that it's, yeah. you know, it's dumb shit. Still, oh, going on, I've but. got some driving music on my list. No, we'll the, uh, the funny thing is though, I had a bunch of other songs from this album that I actually think are way better. Like mm-hmm. it would almost would have been turned into too much of me talking about why they're defensible. So that's why I played this because it's just like the very one. stupid. But yeah. I still genuinely liked this song at the time. Sure. I was like, yeah, it's driving in my car and. Cruising for ladies in Madison, Wisconsin <laughs> And uh <laughs> Did it work? It did not it, They were like JT I'm all about that Alright get, get the picture It, it is, is very to say with stuff
1: it. it is like
0: one One lick on a loop yep. I, I'm so thrilled about the next entry On this list <laughs> I don't even know what's
2: up Oh yes Yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> This is how I know you're from the
0: Midwest. <laughs> so if you don't recognize that this is corn, uh Adidas. Which or... was their very clever acronym. Yes. For all day I dream about sex. That they definitely didn't learn from another kindergartner on the bus or. Whatever. see it's a Beethoven interrupted dominant (laughs) by not completing the phrase where you know it's coming because you already know the name of the song uh yes so this corn album is the only really like listenable thing they did yep and this like i love this track for just its overtness and for this part so i'm a sucker for jonathan davis's like before it got played out and just he like he went to the well too many times but how his voice gets really like wide yeah like that uh so that's why i really like this album actually it's actually it sounds it sounds better when he does that on the last track which is called kill you but there's too much just other random garbage on that track where you're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And this was the single, so I was like, we need yeah. pe- people will know this jam. Um, and also the reason they ha- had the Adidas endorsement <laughs> and wore those track suits. <laughs>
2: uh, hey, was, man, when you're on tour, like, free clothes is
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the, so this has so many new metal cliches, though, like the, and just like the, the, the like rumbly, mud study guitars, where it's like they're like, well, we figured out how to tune the guitar down, but we didn't figure out how to make an amp or pickups that sounded <laughs> appropriate in that sonic range. So it's just like, Brah. well, if they had, they would have invented gent instead, right? I think this has more
2: uh, long-term listenability than most gent, though. Unfortunately, okay. most gent, but All also most, most new, new metal. Right. Yeah. right,
0: that's the thing. This is exceptional new <laughs> metal. <laughs> let's just like, let's point out how sad that is. Well, also, I just want to give a teaser. I have another new metal track on the list. I think for I technically
2: have a new metal track on my list. Oh, really? Also, oh, keep okay. It, keep in mind, by, by a not new metal band. This is also a topic we explored <laughs> you know a little one? last oh, year
0: oh, in our the tracks. Uh, over the, we, our, it's the shortest one. I guess we made it. <laughs> All the way through. Keep in mind, this is also a topic we discussed a little last year when we we saw Korn at, uh Heavy Montreal, right. and talked about how their early stuff, how they, it really just is that everything got so played out and they ran out of ideas. Yeah, well, that, well, that's the thing is, so so I have this thing a lot of bands do right where they're a lot of times they're either transitioning or they're figuring stuff out. And that first Corn album, they were still figuring it out, and that's why I think Life Is Peachy is is the best one. I'm mm. not saying it's great or anything, but yeah. like if. I If someone was like, let's listen to Korn, I'd be like, okay, we have to listen to Life. It's <laughs> like I could listen to the first album, but I right. absolutely cannot so, listen to any of the other but ones. But you might want to be drunk when you what, listen to it. What's great is that recent article about the, like this idiot was trying to defend Limp Bizkit. He said Ugh, that, like, yeah. you know, like, I like Korn, but, like... It's you can't it, it's it's not as much fun to listen to daddy. It's a little more you know, emotionally taxing and exhausting versus you break, know, break stuff. stuff. And I was like, that's true. That's also why that's a shitty song, because right. all they would say break stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's like. People who watch pro wrestling, their favorite wrestler is Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, because it's right. like it's like he's gonna do the he's stutter shit the thing, break stuff, and and yeah. that's and if you watch OSW, they love limp biscuit <laughs> <laughs> and they track all that stuff anyway. All right, so this, this next one is another another gonna be another prog Power classic, I think. Yeah.
2: The song's pretty long, though. This this song's actually, like, oh, super long. It's also a bonus track? What? I think so. I don't
0: know. I didn't actually listen to the album. This is by so. Spheric Universe Experience. Right. Um, definitely a catchy name. It's almost as catchy as Imminent Sonic Destruction. Definitely generated by
2: a prog band right. name Generator. I think they're, like, French, and
0: uh, this is, like, sci-fi prog, sort of. Yeah. Where, in the future, pianos are replaced by electronic pianos. <laughs> this is one of the last bands oh, I strings remember are replaced by hearing strings. about that has that, like, just Dream Theater prog right. style. Where I think after this, like, people started to be, to be like, all right, maybe we can't just keep ripping off Dream Theater because it's not working for anybody but right. Dream Theater.
2: <laughs> well the other did, weird, because I hate Dream Theater, but yeah. for some reason, this song, like, uh, yeah... There's nothing good about it. When like we don't start. have to. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Right. No, this is... This is <laughs> about 11 minutes long. Is this, yeah, is this pure moods? Sort of. <laughs> pure prop <laughs> moods. Pure mood prop moods. Someone put that album out. You,
2: you gotta hear the vocals, though. <laughs> like, they're so
0: bad. I don't know, this piano riff's pretty bad. It literally sounds like it's played by a sequencer. That d- Wait, you think it wasn't played by a sequence? No, I'm, I'm saying, saying it was. Right, It's painfully apparent. <laughs> uh, we need a way to,
2: like, skip through well, sections. We can. Yeah, just,
0: do it. Is there a, a...
2: Oh, whatever, I'll just skip Right. Oh, that was pretty... There we go. <laughs> Whoa! He might have a worse accent singing English than the singer for. Memory oh, Garden. I,
0: but I love terrible accents. I am totally oh. into this. Is nice. This, there's like this sticker on the album cover image because they decided it needed to be on Spotify. It says amazing debut, new French Prague power, sung in English, right. extremely technical <laughs> and melodic, yet graceful. Dot dot dot. Stunning exclamation mark.
2: Do, doesn't put me to sleep as hard as like Riverside, but but pretty close. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: okay so my thing about accents is you have to be a good singer though for me to right. be into your accent yeah i don't like this guy's voice at all it is a dude right i think so <laughs> i don't know he's french Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much like the song <laughs> like, <laughs> right, you've it. heard yeah. everything you yeah need that's
0: to. uh it's right. pretty bad all right so we're gonna take it back up <laughs> Notch with the third in my Timbaland trilogy. trilogy, which again I had to go for like the the dumbest song that I still genuinely liked is a song called Board Meeting, which if you can't just guess wait, how is it spelled, it's spelled just like like Board Meeting, but but no no space no it's one word no space, which is probably just because that's probably how he thought that was spelled, but. <laughs> Uh, There's no, there's nothing to read into. There's no double meaning, but it's literally the metaphor is that he's trying, not effectively, but trying to compare how he he's gonna have sex with this lady (laughs) to. to He says, "Let's have a meeting," but like, I don't, I don't know. There's so much of it that doesn't make sense. Just, did she have a track that's like enjoy? Have a monetary settlement about (laughs) what went on that one day? Let's file an eight (laughs) k. Got some claps again? Yeah. What That's, is it with this and the claps, Matt? That's your theme. I'm gonna just make beats with claps and <laughs> send them over, and you'll be like, "This is fire, dude." Those I, are
2: the. I, I think Timbaland was just advertising, you know, what
0: he's got. <laughs> Clap. He was. He was like, "The formula. I can't stray. <laughs> if it's not broke, don't fix it." Wait. Did he say you don't even need a bed? No, he says you're lonely and you need a bed. Oh, I, I thought things was like because I got this boardroom. You don't need a bed. This something about there's blood in the air. It doesn't make any sense. And it's something about let me play in your hair. Like there's the lyrics just don't add up. And there are a bunch of like I know a quiet place where we can talk. <laughs> he's been saying yo let's go get it on but for some reason has to keep comparing it to a board meeting and then at some point there's like guest rappers jump in and it's just like random you know because he needs
2: help from his friends to seduce a woman (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's the
0: hype man you gotta hype him up Shake like with a heart with the man for show. In the back of my mind, girl, you in for dope. Even though you was a son, I'll fan of chess. Role play you the best, you supply the sex. Role play you the best. Don't actually be the best. Just pretend that you can I think he said you supply the sex or something. Come like in my sight. Alright,
2: I don't know anything else about this one. That's pretty yeah. much the idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that might be one of my least favorite Timbaland time to face the pain. Yes! yes. <laughs> I was not kidding and about getting another new metal Spotify song. Spotify does have your trilogy of WWE songs ladies. <laughs> we don't need to listen to all of them. So for those of you who are unaware, this is the unofficial official UFC like theme song by a New York State bro metal band stem with two m's oh this is the other version this is like the album version oh shit it's all (laughs) version. it's all good this is the 2012 version this this version is actually worse so yeah it says feel the pain 2012 so maybe they re-recorded it or something after the success of it being on ufc (laughs)
2: This kind of makes me want to punch dudes in the face. Notice, I mean, notice
0: it's, the doing ca- job. what would normally be called a counter melody, but it's just shouting, <laughs> so it's counter shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Can you step to this? And my answer is yes. So when, if you've never watched a UFC event, what they do is when they they show everyone who's fighting on the card, and they like sync up their highlights with like the song so it'll be like somebody will get punched in the face like right as there's like shouting or whatever and then and then when the verse changes they'll like go to the next pair of competitors like it's it's hilariously formulately orchestrated and and it's really funny if you go if you google this song you'll find people on mma message boards being like when is the song going away like it's holding the sport back (laughs) and then you'll find these other people who are like you know what like i totally hate metal but i gotta admit this song totally gets me pumped (laughs) up like every time i'm like i'm like ready to watch some ufc it's freaking doing its job man and but so there's there's something i gotta i just i gotta talk about (laughs) with this song which is that Dana White, who's like, who's like the Don King of of UFC, he, like, he loves bro metal, and and he, like, the UFC's always had terrible music, they used to have this weird, uh, like, bro metal song that they now use on their reality show, but it's like a remix, and the original version was like the UFC theme song right when they took it over, and the lyrics are like, you're gonna get hit, you're gonna get knocked out, like, it's, like, it's... It's like this, but even dumber. Okay, like to the point where you can't even like it. Ironically, so, it's just so. What you're saying is the bar is set really low for trying to out dumb no, this. No, 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 when no. When we write the cash grab UFC song. <laughs> oh, that is correct. But but you don't even know the half of it because there was one UFC. It was uh, it was like 50. Where instead of it was before Face the Pain, but instead of using the old song, which was called. <laughs> That's, which was called The Ultimate. They used Megadeth's Crush'Em oh. which previously had been Bill Goldberg's walkout music in WCW. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing was hilarious. But so um, Dana White had did this thing where he said in one interview. So if you go, oh, it's probably going to the next oh, song shit. You would, probably want to pause that. Or Yeah, there you go. So it, he, he did this one interview where he claimed um, they were going to have a record label going to be called Zufa Records and it was going to be like all bro metal (laughs) and and they were like oh there's no like there's no corporate filing for this company that I could find there's no additional mentions of it ever again except for like sometimes on message boards when people like want to point out like because the UFC's owned a bunch of things that people were unaware of like like Zion's that crappy energy drink that was their that like they owned it and that was part of the deal where to make it seem like they had sponsors they would, uh, they were like, oh, Zion's is our huge sponsor. And it's like, no, you own Zion's. You have right. no sponsors and you're yeah. also promoting this garbage. And so whenever people like recount like failed Zufa things, they they typically bring up like Zion's or sometimes someone will like real deep Zipha cut record. and be like, Zufa records. <laughs> uh, yes. But, but it's like a pretty esoteric joke at this point. <laughs> um, but like, no, d- like Dana White loves bro metal. Like, so in like, as long as he's in, the, now yeah. the rumor, so. Because we sell. always post these later. Today is UFC 200. We're recording this on the day of UFC 200. This is quote-unquote international fight <laughs> week where they have like three events in a row. And uh, there's a rumor out that they've sold the company and the, and they think that they're not going to announce this till after... Um, You know, after UFC two hundred, or maybe they'll announce it during UFC two hundred. It'll be a big thing.
2: Some Chinese media company, right?
0: That's the that's the thing. It's they think it's a conglomerate that includes Robert Kraft, who's the owner of the Patriots, and it's a Chinese media group and all this other stuff. Um, But uh, but until until Dana White goes, you there will be bro (laughs) metal like like like, because the dude legit loves loves bro metal, and uh, it's it's it is as we've seen. From the re from the the old song to now, I mean new metal slash bro metal is the sound of the USC <laughs> uh, I have to make one other note about this band stem so remember, Matt, when you did the power metal thing where you were like every song begins with "wah yes so this so the first stem album is like the most stereotypical, like we're a new metal band and have a dJ album. Mm-hmm. And it has like every single sonic cliche of like new metal and it it's just it's it's comical in the way that it's not a parody. The second STEM album, every song Starts with like a like tough guy like scream, shout like every like there I think there might be one track where like it act it doesn't, but that's just cause there's like an intro and so the scream is like 30 seconds later or something. It's nice. hilarious. So highly recommend uh oh yeah, a couple other STEM songs, they pull the vocals off and you would hear during other parts of UFC broadcast, but they kind of stopped doing that once they signed the deal with Fox. But mm. anyway, I know a lot about this. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have to hilarious. do an episode at some point specifically about songs that have a random wah
2: at the beginning. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought we should do one about, like, wrestler
0: themes. Uh, yeah, songs because com- that would be well, amazing. We, well, Walk the thing is, songs. there's going to be three of them on this right. episode. No, no, I, so. Well, I don't think you should... Well, unless... Did, how many songs does everyone else have?
2: Actually, <laughs> we, well... One of these days, we have to do Brooke Hogan's album. Not as a guilty <laughs> pleasure, but as, like, a this did is we, fucking
0: terrible. Well, we like, listened to one of well her songs for, for Scott Storch. Scott, Storch. <laughs> Scott Storch.
2: Uh, <laughs> And that was probably the best song on the album, so it's only down from there. We, we should turn uh, the Scott Storage thing into a Scott Storage Pitbull Timbaland trilogy. Okay, no, so what we do is, here's, here's where Brooke
0: Hogan would fit in. We would do an episode on, yeah. on people who, like, have no business being pop stars, but, like, manage to, like, elbow their way in there anyway, right. even for like a minute. Lindsay Because even though people hated her, like, she had a minute there. Because people were just like, if you can get shit into those channels where, you know, it's just everywhere all the time, right? people Stockholm Syndrome on it. Right. They'll be like, right. hey, I guess this is an okay song. Yeah, so it's like we should do a whole a whole Stockholm syndrome episode. episode. Songs that were only popular because they got the shit played out of yes. them. Yes, and there was no. And, they, were, they were basically and, around enough that even if everyone hated it, people would still be like, "I think that's popular, right?" And we can right. we yeah. can work three eleven into that. Oh, <laughs> so, be like, there's no and, other explanation, and a whole like tangent where we get into the the theory about how 311 is an inside inside job. job. That's what I'm saying. We got to investigate 311. The Illuminati got those record connections. (laughs) This this band's very not
2: good, but this particular album is like my go-to workout album for whatever reason. And I think this song's fucking great. Because you want to face the pain.
0: So uh, this is Cradle of Filth. (laughs) Gilded Cunt.
2: Amphetamine. some people will say this is cradle's last good album i will tell them they never had a good album i would agree with you
0: so uh this is also recently featured on two minutes to late night yes which if you haven't seen it go to youtube search for two minutes to late night it's a pilot for a metal late night show uh by a group called mrs woman uh and it's very good so uh, they on that show they
2: had this bit like uh, identify the song and like yeah. immediately I knew. <laughs> well, it. Plus it
0: was like some random like girl from the audience and right. Ben Wyman from uh, Dillinger Escape Plan and so he was just like like he knew them all right. the metal ones and like immediately buzzed. Oh man,
2: <laughs> I, there was like a year where I listened to this band and yeah, there it
0: happened. Credal Filth was one of the so. What I found is that there are certain people that you'll meet that are into metal and they always want to like show off like how extreme they are, right? right. Yeah. And they wear like the most offensive metal shirts, whatever, and a lot of them at a point in time were all into cradle filth. Yeah. Because it was like they had just the crudest shirts and stuff and like this. And you're like, that would be cool if they weren't like the worst band
2: <laughs> yeah like, like if you're a metal band and your shirts are sold in Hot Topic you're probably really bad here's well, this band. The, everybody they now they made, they
0: made a career out of it though because right. I saw them one time I went because I wanted to see someone else on the bill but they were headlining oh my god cradle headlined yeah. Like they have no business headlining show. It's just they're one of these bands that, for some reason, is, for a metal Has band, a is base. popular. Yeah, I
2: don't know. I don't think they are so much now.
0: Well, like, right. No, but I mean, like 15 like, years ago, yeah.
2: up until like, like 2004, everybody basically. knew who they were.
0: Yeah, it was the same. Right, the same time period where like Dimmu Borgir was yeah. like popular. And
2: the same, the same fans. They're like the same people. Ex-
0: well, except the thing is, though, they're. Demo has a couple redeeming qualities, right. whereas Cradle's just has like none. utter garbage.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, th- yeah I just, can, I just can. can't. Yeah, I really hate this video. <laughs> I, I feel like I don't need to explain why this is awful. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why like, of... just listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
2: Uh, uh, Eric again. Oh, right on. Yeah. one of your favorite people
0: uh, yeah so do you want to tell people who this is
2: so this is behold the arctopus uh with colin marston, marston. yeah and kevin Huffnagel. from other bands like uh what dysrhythmia gorguts gorguts so uh, i like a couple of his bands and
0: yeah so okay so this is canada right yeah yeah the name of the song is canada my, okay so my deal with this track is like there are actually moments that are cool yeah but it's just it's the ultimate like prog slash tech metal like just disjointed here's a whole bunch of yeah. things that have nothing yeah. to do with one right. another
2: but the cool parts are like really cool which is why yeah, but, it's like, but, it, but
0: it's like it's but how like long do you have to s- wait for the cool
2: parts a while uh, one's coming no, in like there's a like minute. a big yeah. section change yeah and that's like wait how really long awesome is the song
0: part of the song It's only five and a half minutes. Yeah. Only, well, yeah, for frog song, well, I guess that's short. This is one of those thing. bands that people would be like, "Hey man, you probably really like these guys." And they'd be like, "Oh, would I?" And they'd listen to me, like, uh, yeah. maybe, but I'm not gonna listen to them because. <laughs> so, so I got well. So a couple things on this. It sounds like they listened to Spastic Ink, and but like didn't get it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like they were like, all they heard was the notes, and they were like, "We can, we know notes too." Oh all the yes. notes. So. I actually saw this band live one time. I've seen them like two or three times. And it was one of these deals where I was like, this will be pretty entertaining because it'll be like super acrobatic. But after like a couple songs, you were just like, okay, do something else now. Right. Like I got it. You're like, (laughs) I'm done. Right. But it was like, but we were in like somewhere in Northern Virginia Uh, and I was like, there's nowhere else to go. So I guess we'll just... For the whole I show. get the same
2: feeling at like Gajira shows though. I love Gajira, but like three songs in, I'm like exhausted. Like I can't.
0: Well, I kind of get that out, especially because like their new stuff similar to this kind of list. The part this that's is awesome, the no. yeah. Well, it's the part that's actually music, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure that it's, like, it's not like awesome. It's just that like. But then they also do this thing where the rhythm is bizarrely disjointed for, like, no reason. Right there. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, we'll turn the freight. It's because they're like, okay, count. I, we just want everyone to know we know how to count. Okay, now, and now it's like, all right, it's more music. Yeah. Now, so again, like, if, like, if the track had just started at that point, I think it would have been a way stronger track than just like, well here's some other material unrelated for no reason. Like Because you can hear it's like this is more like musical and related. Mm -hmm. But the story Eric's alluding to is the one the one guitar player dude like uh basically ripped off one of my ideas and didn't give me credit. But it was, it was of all the million projects that both of these guys had been in, it was the absolute least popular one <laughs> any of them was ever involved with, so... Uh, Nobody's heard it. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter anyway. So, more, uh, like, white girl pop music. So, there's actually something I super hate about this song. Wait, so, who is this? This is Frow oh. Frau Frau. So, this song was really popular. It's called Let Go. It was really popular, like, for five minutes, 13 years ago. Because it was like on some movie, yeah. but I don't remember what movie. Oh hmm. shit. But the thing is, so I love the weird, almost delayed sound right there, like the ping pong delay on the strings. But oh, she, br- she does two things, like she whispers sort of, and she has a super breathy technique that I'm just like, why are you doing that? It was in yeah. Garden State Garden State, there you uh, go Movie I never saw right. Despite living in New Jersey For a while <laughs> But like Yeah, so I Yeah, I don't I, like that Breathy thing either. Yeah, I can't stand too her Too close to whisper singing I scenes. can't stand her voice What well, is I mean, it practically is Yeah, yeah it, You should never whisper In a microphone Anyone listening that Like hasn't become cognizant of this please do not ever whisper into a microphone it's the worst thing you can do it picks up all the worst parts of a whisper (laughs) and makes them really loud because it's a microphone so it defeats the purpose of whispering (laughs) anyway but no I just I absolutely just love the texture on the like that stuff but her voice
2: I think around then everyone is doing like the breathy singer vocals though (laughs) nothing I was listening to (laughs)
0: At conservatory. They don't. They don't teach you how to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't even remember if there's like. There's just the bridge and now the thing. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think it's a cool song. All right, song, but yeah. It's just too bad she had to sing on it. But <laughs> 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 it could have been such a better song right so this is the other t-pain song uh this one i chose because i think it's like uh i do enjoy it but the lyrics are so so it's called bartender and it's basically about how he went to the club and the only hot girl was the bartender and some of the lyrics i just i don't want to be here you haven't been there before that's not happening no i have but it's like listen to the lyrics it's like she made us drinks to drink. We drunk them. Got drunk. Like that's <laughs> part of the like pre-chorus, and then the line after that is, and I think she thinks I'm cool. <laughs> so it's like he also seems weirdly insecure for T Pain. Like I think she thinks I'm cool, yeah, guys. For, like a famous rich dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard this. Some
1: love.
2: I, I love songs that are like literal descriptions of Hey, this is what I did some night. Yeah, yeah, this this
0: stuff happened And it wasn't
2: that interesting But that beat Right There's no metaphor whatsoever
1: <laughs>
0: Is that, wait, is that what happened? <laughs> There's a strange world out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they keep they keep ending words really weirdly. Okay.
2: It doesn't even sound good though. Like.
0: He only can be only bartender with with her. It's like, man, I can't tell if that's a snare or a clap. It really sounds like a clap. It might be a snare and a clap, like layered. So you get both snap. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: He's just keeping it real. Uh
2: huh.
0: I'm getting in free because I need that fiend, this famous rich dude. I ain't got no money to spend on, <laughs> on club entrance fees
1: <laughs> Now, I wish, we, my favorite
0: I wish we had some kind of show about alcohol, so yeah. that could be the intro <laughs> I, I Now I want to start a show about alcohol just We'll start a that. YouTube show just so we can use that as the theme <laughs>
2: Thank you for putting that in the list, seriously.
0: That was amazing. <laughs> you know, it's you know, a fantastic you know song. who's a bartender and in, in the industry? Jackie. <laughs> Let's call her up and get this show at it.
2: <laughs> oh no, why did you do this?
0: What? You know what? You know what you did. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you put true metal on Listen, this. Listen, man. List. <laughs> Everybody who's listened to Power Metal at some point has heard this band. Yeah,
0: and <gasps> and remember how you're talking about. Uh, things that weren't defensible This was oh, yeah. what I was this thinking This is like of. the
2: epitome of it And I had to pick like the best example of it Which is
0: this album So you want to tell everyone what this is? For this all, the, is, uh... all the people who have not wasted their lives <laughs> yeah. And don't know what this is This is Hammerfall And the album is Crimson
2: Thunder And this is the title track Which at least it's not Hearts on Fire Right, cause
0: uh, <laughs> 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 But Hammerfall Like there's right. so many bad songs yes. oh. Right, and it's all the same. It's it has been the same since the first album. They have not. Their production got better, but like everything else is just not changed. <laughs> other than Hearts on Fire was actually worse than any song they have previously released, right. so they hit a new bar for Wait, like. What's the song that has the lyric "Don't let the hammer fall"? I think it's called. Uh, <laughs> I'm that's I'm their that. other right unlistenable. Really. Tri- like that one is also noticeably Shit. worse we're not listening to this here i'll skip to the middle there skip to the guitar solo i'm trying to actually i'll look it up
2: but every couple of years i'll be like it would be funny if i listen to hammerfall and i get to about this song and i'm like i'm done you're
0: like it was funny right all your dreams can come true You know what dream of mine will can't come true? That never this song fall again. N- but never been written. <laughs> oh wait, are they
2: getting like All the tropes, man. All the tropes. Are
0: they getting sensitive? They're taking it down a notch. Oh, it's called Let the Hammer Fall. Right. Yeah. It's on their second album, Legacy of Kings. See, oh God. Uh, I actually, see, for a minute, I thought the title was just going to be Hammerfall Because they so, actually have a song called Hammer Fall, too. Oh, it it could have been worse. Yeah. I could have put Ed Guy
2: on this list. However, I don't actually <laughs> listen to Ed Guy ever. Yeah. So by
0: playing by the rules, you need to include this garbage. All right, well, the internet thanks you, I guess. All right, well, I definitely hate one person on this song. Um... <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like this song. So, this is the remix, which is faster. It's the bass nectar remix of Ellie Goulding's Lights. Right. I do not like the original song. I do not like Ellie Goulding, mostly because she whisper sings a lot. Right, That was. I was about to mention yeah. that. So, again, this remix is good. Right, but it, right. it actually. Check out that fat synth bass. Oh, yeah. It's almost that like, she's not whisper singing though. It's like, it's like she just can't sing. Yeah. And, but it kind of works when you put all this other layers on it. Also, he does a good job of reverberating the crap out of that. If you're listening to this on headphones, you can hear the, the slap back.
1: Wow.
0: And then the Nintendo synth uh, arpeggio. It's so wide. Yeah. It's great. Apparently, bass nectar is a metalhead, which yes, is probably actually. why his timbers are so fat and like aggressive. All right, really terrible cliche coming up now. <laughs> but here we go. Oh, this is, I, that, I was that's, expecting a faster. Uh, that, uh, no, just the sweep and then the yeah. drop. But then, but listen to the synth that, like, with the echo, kills me. Just after the drop was half the tempo. I was expecting it to to bump up to like EDM temp and speed, but it was. This, this is no, better. This, this is, is actually earlier. better than that. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually better. <laughs> and yeah, this, this isn't it, a worse song either, like it's alright. I mean. Like the form on this is good too. Like for as cliched as it is, like mm. it was thought out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a plan.
2: I feel like it kind of established some of the cliches though. Like a lot of, I feel some of that stuff came
0: after this. I don't even know what year this was. It's at least five years ago. Yeah. But it's like, just it's so busy. Like you hear, like there's all the layers and then the ones that are all moving at different speeds. It's like I feel like the texture layout's really good. Yeah, if they just took the those annoying vocals out, that'd <laughs> be great. <laughs> you should probably just listen to Bass Nectar, because, uh. <laughs> cool. Right there. Yeah, it's, it's. Now it just, like, repeats and fades out. Cool. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed Volume 1, Chapter 1 of our Guilty Pleasures series, which will continue next week with our one-year anniversary episode on July 28th. It's been one year since we started, and this seems like the perfect way to celebrate it. So come back for more Guilty Pleasures next week. And in the meantime, please subscribe on iTunes or yourmusicisbad.com and give us a review or a rating on iTunes. And tell your friends and like us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, YMIB podcast and once you met and stuff.